Welcome to the Drew Grimaldi Podcast. Welcome to the Drew Grimaldi Podcast. We've got quite a show for everybody today. Um, hope everybody had a, a very Merry Christmas. I had a very nice time with my family, and it was nice to have everybody get in town and, and, and get together. And uh, you can never <clears throat> forget, you know, what uh, the, the true meaning of Christmas is, and that's, you know, the birth of Christ. And, you know, it... Uh, it, it, it I have to point out that our fearless leader, or fearful leader, I should say, Joe Biden, uh, did not say anything about Jesus this Christmas. In fact, he, he did say Merry Christmas, which was nice, but they've like redefined Christmas, essentially, right? So what they did is, is they'll say, oh, Merry Christmas, it's the, it's the spirit of, of the year that can bring everybody together, you know, but they don't bring up Jesus, and I don't know, I think that's kind of offensive. I think that's that's absolutely ridiculous. But, you know, there's been an attack on Christians for some time now. And um, I, I, it bears, um, you know, I have to say it, um, you know, that our government sent $100 billion over to Ukraine um, in the form of aid. Um, you know, we've talked on previous episodes how this might have actually been, um, you know, just a, a form of money laundering. Regardless of what happened to that money, that's not what we're going to be talking about on today's episode. But regardless of that, Ukraine, Zelensky is persecuting Christians. Um, he made it illegal for um, a certain sect of uh, Christianity to be um, worshipped in, in Ukraine. So I bring this up because, you know, I think to a lot of Christians, I think that's something that would that would matter. Um, you know, I think that's something that would matter. Um, so that's all I'm going to say on that today. But I wanted to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Um, got some family coming in for New Year's. It's going to be great. I can't wait to see everybody. Um, you know, 2023 is going to be a hell of a lot better than 2022. Um, opening up with Republican investigations um, into not only Hunter Biden um, and his dad's business dealings with foreign influence peddling, um, but also um, the Republicans are going to do a, a committee on the Afghanistan debacle. Um, you know, the, everything that we've uh, seen on TV between, you know, people, you know, 13 service members dying, uh, people holding onto a plane. Um, hoping to God that they wouldn't <laughs> die or you know fall off, and they you know people were falling to their death, and you know what a terrible um, you know look for the United States. But I mean, it really hurt our image across the across the world, uh, really weakened us. And I think that is the biggest investigation that uh, is worrying the the Biden regime right now is the Afghanistan. Um, investigation 
you know, all the billions of dollars of equipment that we left over there that, uh, you know, the Taliban then sold to the Chinese right after, you know, all those billions of dollars in equipment were left there. Um, you know, so th- there's a lot there that uh, I-, I think that is really going to be a black eye for the Biden regime. But I think that that's uh, a good attack route. Um you know, they're, they're talking about having a church-style commission um, on the FBI abuses and everything like that. So we have a lot to, to be thankful for going into, you know, 2023 because, um, you know, the Republicans do have a little bit more power come January, and I think that we're going to uh, yield it well. Um, so going on to, you know, more Biden regime failures, you know, it's, it's important to touch back on to um, t- title 42. Um, so essentially title 42, I mean, we've talked about this in other episodes as well, but you know, it's like right now there's an obvious need for it. Like it's not just, um, you know, a, a story on Fox news anymore. Every news station is actually reporting the number of people at the Southern border. And they say once title 42 is expired, we will have 180,000 to 200,000 people a day pouring into the United States. We've already had 4 million people pour into the United States illegally. Um, and the Biden regime is, is now trying to, you know, like I've said before, they're trying to replace constituents. Um, but KJP, uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, um, is proof, one, that if you, you hire based on race and gender, um, that, that you don't get a good package, so to say. Um, you know, I, I truly believe that you got to, you know, judge people by the content of their character, um, not the color of their skin. And I, I truly believe that. But um, the Biden regime has done the complete opposite. So Kareem Jean-Pierre has had some, some, some pretty bad, bad things here. But some of the some of her mishaps on Title Forty Two are are quite uh, are quite amazing. You would think, right? Because you got the far left nuts, the squad, all the far left nuts in the Democrat Party that are really in Biden's ear, you know, about not closing down the border. I'm sure, and that's why he hasn't. And you know, Biden doesn't want to piss off his his far left uh, compadres and commies, right? So. Kareem Jean-Pierre has been doing this. You almost wish, right? You would think that Joe Biden would be like, please put it, you know, please, please rule that this thing needs to stay. The last thing that we need is another problem with, you know, more people coming into this country illegally. But the Biden regime, to my, uh, I found it absolutely insane that they actually wanted this thing to expire. And, all right, so here is Kareem Jean-Pierre. If you're, if you're saying that Republicans aren't doing the work um, to get this done, and then you have someone like Joe Manchin saying, well, the president has the ability to ask for an extension. He should be asking for an extension because we're at this point where you've got a deadline and a crisis. Is that within the president's authority to do that? 
So look, we remain we remained under a court order to lift Title 42. That is a court order. That's, that is a court order that is telling us to lift Title 42, and we're going to comply because we follow the rule of law. That is sought to lift. That is, but it is a court order. But that is that started by you guys. It was a court order that has been provided to us, and so now we have to comply. And that is, we have to comply by December 21st. It is it is a law so that is we don't support. What I'm saying is that what I'm saying that it is a court order that has been presented to us that we are going to comply with. So you've asked a couple of questions, and I'm going to answer them if you give me a second. So that is Kareem Jean Pierre, you know, saying that you know deflecting the Biden regime's uh, bit in this whole Title Forty Two thing that they're actually pushing to repeal it. And then they will straight lie to the media and they'll say, oh, well, you know, um, it's just a, a court order that, you know, we have to comply with because we're going to follow the law. That's the one law they apparently decide that they wanted to follow because letting people into this country illegally is not, <laughs> is not, le- is, is not legal. They broke the law to get here. Let's stop fucking playing to these people. Biden wanted to give these people who were abused at the southern border, separated from their kids, $450,000 in taxpayer dollars from each. They came here illegally. Why the fuck are we giving them any money? This is dumb. This is at a time when people are struggling to, people had to cut back this Christmas. People had to cut back this Christmas on spending on their family on gifts for their kids, and what happens? The Uniparty goes out, and they pass the $1.7 trillion omnibus bill, which we will touch on a little bit later. But all of this is going on, and the Biden regime is more worried about, um, you know, I mean, about letting people in at the southern border and paying people who came here illegally. That's what he's more worried about. This guy is truly America last. I've never seen, I mean, who would have guessed that doing the opposite of everything Donald Trump did was a bad idea? Joe Biden could have gotten into office, done absolutely nothing, and he would have been golden. But no, that's not what he does. Here's another one from Karim Jean-Pierre. Can the president foresee working? With a House Speaker who defied a subpoena from his colleagues? So a couple of things. I do want to go back for a second to your immigration question. One of the reasons that I want to be very clear that to to folks that the border uh, is not open and and we will remove uh, using Title VIII is because by not being very clear on that, we are doing the work of the smugglers who are going to put forth misinformation. So we want to be very clear uh, on that piece. So... What she says there basically is don't trust your eyes. Everything that you see on the news, all the camera stuff, all those people freezing at the southern border right now who are trying to get here illegally because they know that they'll be allowed to stay and they'll be given a free cell phone, they'll be given housing, they'll be given a job, and they'll be right here. They're not going to get kicked back out. That's one of the reasons why in the immigration policy, you have to kick people out. It's not about being compassionate at this issue. The cartels know that if they send somebody over here and they get to stay, they're going to try it again. And they're going to charge more money. That's what these people do. And 
I mean, it's just very sad that, that the administration decided to neglect, you know, th- their duty. Um, but I mean, it, it is very, very sad. And, um, you know, I, I think that that's that, that that's that. But I got another thing. Um, I saw this piece. A friend sent it to me on TikTok. Um, it's a bit by John Stossel. Um, and it's about DC Comics and, and how they've become woke. Um, check this out really quick. The comics today are different. The new Superman, Jonathan Kent, will be bisexual. Here he is, kissing his boyfriend. Robin's now bisexual, too. Let's make the world better for gay people. He became bisexual out of nowhere. It was so obviously something that was done for political gain. But the writer of the gay Superman story says gay people thank him. People saying that they saw this news and burst into tears. They make it seem as if the only way that you can relate to a character is because he, you're, you're gay and that character's gay, which is nonsense. My, my favorite character has been Batman. I ain't got Bruce Wayne money and I'm not rich uh, like that. I'm certainly not a white. July points out that there have long been gay comic superheroes, but what's new is that DC and Marvel are changing the identity of established characters. The new Batman is black. Sun Spider is like Spider-Man, except she's a lesbian who uses a wheelchair. And Iron Man is a teenage black girl. Marvel and DC no longer have the best-selling graphic novels. Now the best-sellers are manga books from Japan. Often they aren't even in color. Marvel and DCs aren't even in the top 20. They turned off their audience by focusing and hyper-emphasizing the social justice element of it. Does the evil character Modoc look familiar? The face of that character obviously was Donald Trump. They wanted to paint him as a villain. It's bad art. Marvel hired leftist writer Ta-Nehisi Coates to write a Captain America series. Coates turned the villain, Red Skull, into a bizarre version of Jordan Peterson. But protesting is what superheroes do now. Here's Superman's son leading a strike for the climate. They're a vehicle for these advocates of social justice. Brought to us by capitalists. These people aren't stupid, I assume. I thought that capitalism would be a break on the silliest of the woke world. But in this case, they're just sabotaging their own projects. Some people are like, would you please get your politics out of my comic books? This comic writer mocks her critics. Captain America is a social justice warrior. And if you don't like my politics, don't buy my book. These guys are writing material for their peers. And Marvel even named some superheroes Snowflake and Safe Space. Snowflake is non-binary and goes by they, them. She's a group home and foster kid who is volunteering at a senior center. Fan reaction to this preview video was horrendous. Marvel decided not to even release this comic. I wanted to ask Marvel and DC why they seem fine with losing market share, but they wouldn't talk to me. Capitalism is about giving more people what they want. See, so... John Stossel really breaks that down, right? So these people are the, the the woke left are willing to destroy their own projects to actually bring their politics into it. You know, the NFL has done it. Uh, you know, uh, the NHL has done it. Uh, you know, and, and all of these woke things are going broke 
because nobody wants that bullshit, okay? There's nothing wrong with being a social justice warrior, but then also have some conservative politics to back it up. I am personally, you know what? If you be socially liberal and be fiscally conservative, you know, there's nothing wrong with being a compassionate person. But at the same time, you know, I had a teacher at, uh, who was asked to run for the vice presidency of the United States uh, when I was in college. And he made a point that, you know, the government does not know how to spend our money better than we do. And, and we've proven that, you know, over the years. But and right now what they're trying to do is they're constantly trying to to change our way of life. They're trying to change our culture into something that we don't know. So when we call ourselves conservatives, really, we're what you know, I you got to ask yourself, what are we conserving? We are conserving our traditions, our Christian values, our family values, how we want our kids raised. This is what we're conserving. And this is the future of America. And I think that's one of the most important things that we touched on today. Now, I wanted to touch on the omnibus bill. And the omnibus bill was absolutely ridiculous. Now, we talked about, I brought it up a little bit earlier that, you know, people are cutting back this Christmas season to, you know, to go, to go out there and to see our, you know, representatives pass a $1.7 trillion bill. So people cut back on their Christmas gifts this year while the government took our money that we worked hard for, $1.7 trillion, and, and basically burned it. Um, the provisions in some of this stuff. I mean, the fact that any Republican voted for this, and we'll get to the traitors of our, of our kind in a minute, but I want to go over some of the crazy shit that is in this bill. So the number one thing about this omnibus bill is it has a ton of security for other countries. It has, it has border security for Jordan and all these other countries, but it, express, it expressly prohibits any of the funding from being used to improve our, the U.S. border security. Craziness. They, you know, to go back on that, so they would rather, uh, you know, cover, you know, support the border of Jordan, Lebanon, Egypt, um, and, and Omen, but they won't do it in, in America. It's truly America last. So it, there's just a bunch of agree, egregious shit in here. But one of the weirdest ones is in this bill, the word salmon was a, appeared 48 times. So it makes you wonder, right? Because you know the type of bullshit that goes into this. So when you see the word salmon, you're like, okay, some some environmentalist group got a hold of them in their ear and, you know, it's part of the cabal. It's all that. But uh, the word salmon appears 48 times in this bill. They allocated $65 million for salmon. Can you believe it? $3 million for bee-friendly highways and another $5 million for salmon. Holy shit. Another one. And this is coming off of uh, Rep. Dan Bishop. He broke them all down on all this crazy spending shit. And he said, you know, at last... The other fish feel left out in the spending spree. So here's $65.7 million for the International Fisheries Commission. Whatever the hell that is. <laughs> and uh, so they have $65 million, another $65 million and two programs for Senator Leahy and a federal building named after, 
Nancy Pelosi. $65 million for that. Do you guys want to spend that type of money on that? I just heard shit, don't. $3.6 million for a Michelle Obama trail. And they're not talking about her, uh, her trail of tears or her... her uh, <laughs> <laughs> her mustache or whatever. They're, they're talking about a legitimate trail in Georgia. Ridiculous. And they spent $477,000 for anti-racist training from the Equity Institute, a.k.a. another uh, paid um, activist group. $3 million for LBGTQ Plus Museum in NYC. Okay, like that's kind of ridiculous, right? Like, I don't care if you're gay. I don't care about any of that, you know. But in a time like this, we do not need to be spending spending three million for an LBGTQ museum. The spending is retarded. One point two million for services for DACA recipients, aka, aka, one point two million for illegal immigrants. That's we're spending taxpayer dollars on that. And if <laughs> so, they also want to uh, a bill authorizes um, a Ukrainian independence park right in, in Washington, D.C. I mean, and it just goes on and on and on. The bill also renames 25 post offices in addition to the dozens uh, they already have renamed this session. Um, but yeah, it's just a woke, a woke bill and that's what it is. So getting back to the Republican set, uh, sellouts, um, of course you have Murkowski, uh, Mitt Romney and Mitch McConnell, and it's not going to surprise anybody that Lindsey Graham also signed on to that, uh, Cotton, Collins, um, I mean, there were quite a few, and I think that that charge was led by uh, Mitch McConnell. Um, but these are the Republican sellouts that we need to hold to the fire. These are the guys that's wrong with the Republican Party. What is the point of voting for the for a, a representative if they're not going to do what you want them to do? Mitt Romney made made a comment about signing about about voting yes on this omnibus bill, and he said that he didn't think the Republicans had what it took to come up with a plan. You know, next session when they took power. And I mean, it is just a ridiculous thing to say. This guy is such a piece of shit. He's a rhino. And Murkowski, you know, McConnell did everything he could to, you know, spent tons of money (laughs) instead of focusing on other races, right? He was focusing on making sure that Murkowski won. McConnell. I mean, it's disgusting. These people are nuts. And I mean, the Uniparty strikes again. They're projecting that by 2048, we're going to be $99 trillion in debt. When you do this, when you put your country in debt like this, you are stealing from the future generations of our kids. You are literally taking short-term economic gains for a disaster down the road. And that's what we've come to. So that's what I've got for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. Get out there, talk shit to a liberal today, and keep the faith. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening.